0: Hey there, thanks for tuning in to this Marketing Mastery episode of the podcast. I'm talking best practices in video promotion videos. This episode's audio is from a recent masterclass I held where I discussed a promo video that really knocked my socks off. It's from Theater La Teda in Minneapolis, Minnesota. They recently produced the Sondheim musical, Marilee, We Roll Along. In the class, we watched the promo reel, and well, <laughs> for obvious reasons, you can't watch it on the podcast. So in the show notes, I've put a link to the video so you can watch it when you're able. You'll still get plenty of great insight and suggestions about how to make your theater's video trailers and sizzle reels even stronger. In this episode of In the Greener theater marketing podcast with me, Julie Nemitz. All right, let's go. Hi, I'm Julie Nemitz former for-profit marketing executive to Fortune 500 brands turned evangelist for marketing excellence and innovation in live theater. This is In the Green Room. It wasn't long ago that I was racking up frequent flyer miles, traveling the country, leading digital media and marketing for some of the world's top brands, and I was exhausted. Worse yet, I felt utterly empty. It was then I had an aha moment. I can take all of that I learned over the last 15 years climbing the corporate ladder in for-profit marketing, making billions for those top brands, mind you, and use it for good to help my true passion, the theater, thrive in this brave new digital world fast forward through a pandemic and lessons learned and you'll see a happy me today leading regional and community theaters to grow with marketing innovation strategies and kicking content if you're a theater maker feeling overwhelmed by the lightning pace of marketing changes lack the confidence or resources to implement new marketing tactics or just want to find support to create a theater that makes an impact in your community you are in the right place. Now grab some coffee and a cardboard cup and let's get on with the show. Okay, I'm gonna admit something. I have a permanent soft spot in my heart for a very special Sondheim show. It's one of those titles that goes, well, it's a title that most theater makers have quite an opinion on, and they're often wildly different opinions of that. A good work, you know, that kind of missed the great mark. Here's a clue. Perhaps it's the bending of time that put people off. A show that goes backwards in time is not so revolutionary these days, in my opinion anyway. I have tremendous fondness for every character, every note sung, and every line read of this musical. I did it when I was in high school, so again, it sort of lives in a permanent place in my heart. Uh, Musical theater standards came from the show, Uh, Not a Day Goes By, Old Friends, Good Thing Going, Our Time. Have you guessed it yet? Well, I'm Julie Nemitz, and I'm talking about marketing video trailers and sizzle reels. It's a theater marketing mastery pop up video right now. Yes, the answer is the sometimes divisive merrily we roll along music and lyrics by steven sondheim with a book by george firth directed by hal prince this episode is 100 percent inspired by the spot on video marketing that theater latte da in minneapolis minnesota is doing for their current production of merrily now let's watch the sizzle reel, and then I'm going to share some best practices and practical tips to help you level up your marketing video content. All right, roll that bean footage. The Franklin Shepherd. This guy's the American dream. We're opening doors, singing, here we are. We're up days on a dime. Friendship is like a garden. You have to water it, care about it, or I miss it. And I want it back. There's not enough time. Worlds to change and worlds to win. Someday Frank is gonna be a very important composer. I think you already are. How did you get to be here? I've made only one mistake in my life. What was the moment? That was saying yes when I meant no. Bending with the road. Gliding through the country's Frankie, Frankie, you are to go you, with your grandmother. He's my too! I'd say it's fate that brought us together. Get rid of this pathetic life. Rolling We've got to be the luckiest people who ever lived. My goodness, wasn't that great? If you want to stop this video and rewind it again and watch it, that's totally cool with me. I mean, Theater Latte Da's production it just looks so pristine. I just I'm envious that I can't hop on a plane or a train and go see it. It's directed by Paul Peter, excuse me, it's directed by Peter Rothstein and musical direction by Jason Hansen with choreo by Renee Guitar. Let's go ahead and talk about the topic at hand. I'm like I said. I'm so inspired by the video that Latte Da is dropping for this production. They had a series. They have a series of three really strong video pieces uh, for this show: two in rehearsal previews, and then uh, with with great narration, and then what you just saw, which is their official production trailer. So I'm going to talk to you about some sizzle reel tips for musicals right now. Okay. Number one, why do them? (laughs) Why do a sizzle reel? Why do video? Well, we know that video is the number one piece of content that the internet wants you to make. And so therefore we need as theater makers, as theater marketers, we've got to find a way to do that. We've got to find a way and time in our rehearsal schedules and performance schedules to get this content filmed. The reason is twofold. One, like I said, it, the platforms demand it. But so do the customers. We've just gone through a pandemic. We're still trying to work our way out of it. And our customers have gotten very used to watching television they've gotten very used to seeing production values and content created to make you want to see something and so la teda is a perfect example of them leveling up their content to a place that feels cinematic and it feels engaging and immediate And that is what you want your content to do. We have to level ourselves up. And even though, yes, we do perform live on a stage, that what we do on that stage happens in a moment and is really never replicated, that we're sharing this experience with other people very close around us, that can't be replicated through a screen. But what we can do is get them to the level of, oh, look at this production. It is so polished. The music sounds fantastic. What a great presentation of what this show could be. And that's the number one reason why we do video and why we need to keep doing it and do it better. All right. Number one, a longer trailer, a longer scissor reel to me is okay. Long form video sometimes gets more return on ad spend or even return on time spent than short form videos do. You know, A lot of us are used to making 30 second little quick social media videos, or we're used to making maybe a 90 second one, but it is okay to go longer, go into that two to three minutes because the people that are interested, the people that are engaged and loyal to you will watch the whole thing over and over and over again. But it also gives the opportunity to really get newer patrons engaged and involved. So I did feel like the timing was really perfect on the trailer we just watched. The other thing is you really need to approach video trailers and approach video sizzle reels uh, with a storyboard mentality, sort of advertising speak for how do you prepare to actually shoot the video, you wanna concept it out completely. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're responsible for this, if you're the marketing lead, or you are the board member that's responsible for marketing, or you're the executive director who's helming the marketing, you, there are so many different ways you might be finding your way here. But importantly, you need to figure out the concept of your video based on the content of your show. And your video producer needs to be in lockstep with you to understand the high points to capture and also the music that you're going to be using in the piece. Uh, Those are two really important things to really be uh, spreading out in that storyboard and knowing exactly what segments of the show you want to capture. Those are the high points. Those are the zooming in, the, the gut punches, if you will. Giving just little blips of those is what gets keeps people intrigued. Now, in terms of timing, it's ideal that you're filming this during Tech Week, right? Because you want that content ready. And editing is not something that takes five minutes. And it takes a, a longer time to edit really well. And so doing Tech Week is fantastic if your cast is ready and comfortable. Um, Wednesdays have been an ideal day with a Friday night opening. Um, That's kind of what I've been doing with some of my clients. And here's another tip. If your show is a lesser known title, the earlier the better because you need to get that video footage out there so that people can become more familiar with the story and want to see your production because the video is so compelling. You You want the real prep basically done and ready and just waiting for either reviews, if you're fortunate enough to be in an area where theater is reviewed, or you're waiting for a collection of audience feedback quotes, word of mouth quotes. Now, if you're a part of the Theater Marketing Lab, you're probably using my pre-post patron communication framework, Um, And you've set up a system for curating and using word of mouth content. So you're all set there. Um, But it really is important to have a process in place so that this is done easily and quickly and not painfully. Now, number four, have clarity on the story that you want to tell, right? It needs to be in a way linear, right? You want it to make a sense sort of in some sort of story arc. But here's the important question you you need to ask yourself when you're sitting down and preparing for this shoot. The single most important question, what do you want the audience to feel when they're watching the video? You know, you need to communicate that answer to the cast to the video producer the sound designer anyone that's involved in creating this market piece of marketing asset for you number 5 your video producer needs to use sound directly from the board if you're going to use actual sound from the show it needs to come from the soundboard it needs to be mixed sound. Do not let your videographer come in with a boom mic or with a, or with a, a external mics that they, they try to put around the theater. It will not work. You want to make sure that you're using sound mixed from the board because that's what the director wants to hear. That's what the musical director wants to hear. And you want to have that balance of sound now, the other thing too is that some theaters don't feel comfortable um, using the live sound. It's it happens. It's possible that that's not uh, an area that you want to use for your video. It is very important to know that you cannot go to the original score of the show and pull a pre-recorded version of the song. You cannot use that material. It's copyrighted. You didn't pay for it. The artists don't get paid. I just saw another Sondheim show that put out videos that were using the soundtrack from the original Broadway cast. And I got really sad because it's not acceptable. You cannot do it. Do not use the sound from other people's shows. Okay. Off of my TED talk for that one. (laughs) Number six. Go one step further. If you're not going to do it, you know, if you're not going to do in performance video and schedule an actual session for the cast to record just the vocals without staging and choreography to ensure clean audio. Now, I'm not saying to have them stand there and sing the whole show. I'm saying you've selected four high points or two songs that you want to use in your promo video. Have them stand, miked, sound ready, ready for mixing and just stand and sing. I've done this on the set. I've actually taken the cast to a recording studio to which is a more controlled setting to record vocals. Either one works. Uh, it's also, here's another tip. It's also not a horrible idea to actually quicken the tempos of the songs when you're creating a marketing video. And it's just for this, just for the uh, sizzle reel, just for this trailer, um, it can actually bring a jolt of energy to the cast because they do get used to singing at a certain tempo and just raising it just ever so much helps bring energy to the performance. The only thing is just make sure you're not compromising diction or intonation when you pick up the pace a little bit. Number seven, shoot multi-camera. And have your vide- videographer uh, either set up multiple cameras that are all recording the same thing or shoot from multiple angles when you're doing it multiple times. Um, if you're lucky enough to have more than one videographer and they're doing it, you know, they're doing it at the same time. One's doing a wide shot and the other is doing close-ups, that's another option. Now, you know, we've got like typical. F- film terms, we've got a wide shot, which is usually the full stage. Um, Close-ups are a close-up of a face. And then there's the establishing shot, which is again, a wide shot that really helps everyone center about where they are. Oh, we're in a theater on the stage, right? That establishing shot is important as well. Now I wanna have one talk one moment about faces. It is very critical that when you're storyboarding out your video, that you really think about what are the moments when my camera is going to zoom in on someone's face because remember a lot of content is is um, viewed on devices so think about what that looks like on a phone humans connect with humans faces and faces so you want to make sure that you've built in those moments when when you just get drawn into your video because you see that close-up of of the expression of someone's face it's a really important thing to map those out. Uh, sometimes it's inspired by editing. Like once you get into the editing bay or once you're starting to review um, rough cuts, you might say, oh, well, that's where I want to, that's where I want to close up, or that's where I want you to pull back because the choreo there is really excellent and really tight. So those are the things, those are the, the give and take that you're doing during post. Um, so that's important to remember that multi-camera will make everything so much easier when you are editing now the video you just watched also has an excellent use of negative space and this is sometimes a hard thing for some videographers and some photographers to remember but when you're making marketing content from photos or videos negative space always works in our favor and then what I mean by that is that there's an image, but then there's plenty of space around it. And that space around it is where we can put quotes and review clips, right? And so that's what this video did exceedingly well, was that when they did have a credit quote, um, the negative space really let it stand out. A, um, and and uh, it was readable, right? Uh, the other thing is that the text, is in a font that's very clear. And that's super important too. This is not the time to get fancy with fonts or script or anything that's difficult to read. The human brain is lazy and we wanna make it as easy as possible for them to read the quotes. And the text is on the screen just long enough to read. Now, the other thing, if you noticed the letters were all sort of spread apart a little bit more than normal. I noticed in this particular font. And again, that's just makes it easier on the eye to read what you want them, what you want them to read. Okay. Excellent use of negative space on that video. Now, again, I want to go back to word of mouth because word of mouth and audience feedback is fantastic if you don't live in a place that has, um, has critics, right? So um, it's great to make sure that you're even putting in, um, you know, your audience feedback. Word of mouth. Um, number 10. S- number 10. Mix close-ups and wide shots, right, to make sure that you are looking at the intimacy and the breadth of your production. Number 11, did you notice the last five to six seconds of the video? That was where you saw the strongest and most important branding of the video. You saw the call to action. You saw the logo from the show, and then you saw the theater logo. And what I loved is that it was timed to the music. And that's something that I really enjoy doing when I'm in post is finding the moments where the video editing matches the music or the the, the zoom into a close-up matches the zoom in of the music. So again, editing to the music that you've chosen and finding those beats and letting that using it to your advantage to find the cuts in your video is going to make it more engaging. People will be less likely to zoom out, swipe away from it because it's it's keeping going. And that leads me to the next point, which is editing you want to have as many edits as possible people like to see things moving if you if you record a two-minute video and you never have any cuts and it's just um that's not a sizzle reel (laughs) it's not a highlight reel and that's what we're trying to do is give little bits of the show throughout to tell a story that gets people to buy tickets and you do that through quick editing, right? You don't want to stay on an image for 30 seconds. You want to make sure that you're editing constantly. So the eye is always moving and not knowing what to expect next. And then the next point is about strategy. And when I say strategy, I don't mean content strategy in terms of how we're going to create the video. I'm talking about distribution strategy. This needs to be thought of. As a piece of content that can be distributed every possible place and to every possible person. Your you know, obviously it needs to go on your website, the show page for sure. And if you're one of my theaters, you already know how much I love video on the homepage. So it's nothing is greater than switching video out based on what show you're doing right now. Omaha Playhouse does a phenomenal job of that. Um, Their video player is front and center above the fold on on their website and their video is updated regularly best in class, brava. So all the socials, obviously you need to put it there, Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo, wherever you are. And don't forget that you need to put it in your email. So if you send out emails, make sure that video player is front and center in the email because I know when I look at video views from email, I see a lot of clicks on that particular piece of content inside of email. I hope you're also measuring that. And then that goes to your mailing list of subscribers, obviously. Uh, Another place is to um, give both the actual video, a link to the actual video, and also a YouTube link to your sponsors. So if your show has three or four sponsors, it's a wonderful opportunity for your development director to have yet another touch point with the sponsors and say, hey, we wanted to make sure you got um, the latest and greatest. Here is our trailer of the production you're sponsoring. We are so proud of it. Please feel free to share this inside of your company. And also please feel free to put it on your socials if you so wish we're really grateful for the partnership. Now, not only does this give another touch point for your development director or the person that's managing your sponsors, it also gives them the opportunity to show off. They get to say, look what we're doing for our community. We're supporting our local theater. So it's a win-win for both organizations. That's how you want to think about how valuable this video asset is. And then the other thing is you want to make sure it is given to your cast. And again, if you're part of Theater Marketing Lab, you already have heard this, but putting that bundle together of all of the marketing assets that your cast members and crew members can use on their own social media and in their own emails is critically important to support word of mouth and to support the, giving your cast the tools to do that. And so that's another place where you can have this trailer living on other people's social media. So I hope this was helpful. I want you, when you have a moment, please go over and check Latte Da's uh, website and their Facebook page for all the fantastic content that they're doing. They also have a fantastic YouTube channel. You can go to any of those places. It's da aorg uh, Fantastic work over there. <gasps> So if you haven't yet uh, signed up for the Theater Marketing Labs newsletter, you can do that in like two seconds by heading over to the DMs up at the top corner. Send me a DM. Let me know you want to be on the list and I'll make sure that happens or just comment below in the comments Write the word list and I'll make sure I'll find you somewhere. And lastly, go to my website, Julianemets.com, and you can sign up right there. Last thing, I would love to see your sizzle reels, your trailers that you've made for some of your productions. I'd love to put the, I'd love it for you to put the link in the notes below. Well, that's it for this episode of Marketing Mastery. I hope you found it helpful. This is a little bit different for me. Typically I throw this onto a podcast, but I felt like getting on screen and getting this integrated into the Facebook with well, a wonderful world of Facebook. So there you have it. I hope you're all are doing well. Keep theater moving forward, people, and I will see you soon. Take care. Okay, confession time. How many of these describe you? Are you still using a pre-pandemic marketing playbook from oh 2018? Are you constantly in get it done, figure it out if it worked later mode with your theater's marketing? Are you just checking off deliverables on a list with no strategy? Are you not trying a new marketing tactic because you just don't know how to do it effectively? Maybe you're juggling multiple projects with increasingly urgent deadlines. Aren't we all? Is competition for audience members' time and money growing in your community? Are you missing your revenue goals? Well, how'd you do? How many of those describe you? Listen, the biggest accomplishment we theater makers can achieve right now, today, in the fall of 2022, is growing our theater's audiences. And that takes smart marketing strategies and kicking content to promote our productions and sell that house out. And because of all these challenges and more that I just listed, well, that's why the Theater Marketing Lab exists. We welcomed in over 70 founding subscribers to the Lab in August, and you can join them. The Lab is a self-serve library platform where you can access access hours of video training, uh, workbooks, guides, and audio content. Even this podcast is there for you to listen to. And here's maybe the best benefit. You get discounts on all upcoming workshops, masterclasses, even your first consultation with me. Now don't tell my business advisor about that one. Um, I hope she's not listening. Anyway, stay up to date on the necessary marketing skills that keep your theaters moving forward. I say it all the time, right? Nothing changes faster than marketing best practices. Inside the lab, you can go at your own pace. You can use what you need. You can cancel any time. New content is added regularly because you never know what's going to happen in marketing that you need to know and you need to change and you need to fix. So head on over to julienemets.com to learn more and subscribe. I'll see you in the lab.